Hello, welcome to uh, episode 6 of uh, Gale Boys, the podcast that you're currently listening to. Uh, so, for the uh, original idea for this episode, uh, Liam and I were going to be talking about Eyes Wide Shut, uh, which we will do later down the line, but given the makeup of this podcast and everything that's going on in America, we decided to, um, it'd be kind of hard not to address it. So, uh, for anyone not in the know, there was a, um, a mass shooting in a, a Colorado LGBT uh, nightclub called Q, uh, Q Club, and uh, five people, including um, uh, just general, sort of general public that would go there, and uh, a trans barman were uh, gunned down by some the epic MAGA griper, which uh, seems to be a, a running trend in uh, American politics, you know, 16 year old fucking uh, epic uh, Nazi zoomer goes a uh, circle and kills a bunch of people, what a, what a surprise though. And um, so uh, William and I are going to, uh, we're not going to talk about the case itself i recommend the listener um looks into that themselves uh, some of the actors involved are uh, very interesting but um uh, we're going to talk about this as a as a wider trend in not just american politics but the west in general there seems to be this sort of uh not surprising of We've talked about this before. This has been like a long time coming, but uh, sort of overall trend and basically scapegoating uh, gays, bisexuals, transgenders, transgenders in um, particular, for um, basically all of society's ills, which is a seems to be a pretty favourite hobby horse of the uh, of the right wing nowadays. Uh, everything from the collapse of Western civilization. Whenever you hear anybody say that, just just replace you know Western with white, and you you can see uh, see where that's going. To um like deep states, uh, pedal rings operating out of out of uh, out of gay nightclubs, which is a uh, like a trope going back to fucking Hitler, like the Nazis grand thing was uh, you can't trust these uh, these cabaret bars, they're breeding grounds for communist degeneracy and very little seems to have changed like the the only real difference between like the right wing of the 1930s and the right wing now is less Hugo Bossets, I guess yeah, some of the Right wing pundits, Taco Carlson in particular, just he looks like shit. Like he's always looked like shit, little fancy lad with his bow ties. But man, he just he looks awful for the fucking wealth he has. But uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about um, these trends who sort of benefits by perpetrating them and where they inevitably wind up. Uh, We've talked about this before, but um, people like you know Tucker Carlson, Ben Shapiro, 
Matt Walsh, the fucking blubs of TikTok bitch. Uh, they fucking love just going online and accusing basically every gay person of being a pedophile, which, if you know anything about those people, is Matt Walsh in particular is, is kind of rich. Like, the guy is a fucking trad calf. Is like, it's like most of his career up until now is just like doing car rants about how it's acceptable to fuck 16 year olds and it's like he's the guy who's accusing all of us of, of fucking kids in basements yeah sure that's, that's I've, i can't remember who first coined this concept but every like every conservative fucking uh accusation is just projection and yeah people are really starting to suffer for it people are starting to die now because of it. and uh it's, it's not surprising like the right wing have been really fermenting this shit for a while and that was their their big platform in the uh the u.s midterms like the lips of tiktok strategy of accusing you know, their enemies of, of fucking kids don't really pay off. And, uh, yeah, when that doesn't work politically, you just, you take the other route, which is just stochastic violence. As, uh, I've said this before, but political violence in America seems to be a one-way street. Like, you'll occasionally get, uh, like, a 9-11, like, you know, some Saudis fucking blow up a building or whatever, but like ninety five percent of of U.S. terrorism going back to fucking like Columbine and Timothy McVeigh is just is just the exact same people like disgruntled fucking white supremacists just decide to go hog and kill a bunch of people because fucking like. Their, their favourite guy on the TV, like, told them to, basically, which is, um, which seems to be a, a sort of defence of the right wing now. It's, like, you see fucking Ben Shapiro on Twitter, like, be like, yes, I accuse, uh, gays of rampant degeneracy and will create them to cockroaches, but I don't explicitly say that they should die, um, so don't you dare accuse me of uh, inspiring any of this even though Shapiro himself has has inspired many many uh, a mass shooting in his brief career I think the most famous one is um it was some like French teenager some like French fucking teen like Zimmer neo-nazi uh shot up a mosque and uh, when he was picked up for it and interviewed like the fucking police asked him like why did you do this and his main excuse as well Ben Shapiro told me that Muslims were destroying our civilization and it's like I, d I don't know how you maintain a career after that but somehow like Shapiro and the fucking his Daily Wire uh, cohorts have, have been pretty successful in evading any sort of accountability over this, even though it is clear that they are primarily responsible for this. Tucker Carlson in particular, like, 
every fucking weekday he just goes on his show and like fucking complains about drag queen story hour or fucking critical race theory and just there's always some plausible deniability because he won't explicitly say that fucking or um you know gays uh you know down with them uh like the bodies at the floor but um yeah he's he basically says it without saying that you you don't need to be fucking uh inspector crusoe to be able to tell what's what's going through the uh the heads of those people but um yeah this has been a a trend for a while and it's not just in america like homophobic uh and transphobic attacks are are on the rise in britain and britain in particular has a a very gets very hard for fucking with trans people um for some reason like i can't remember who said it but it's apparently it's part of some like british class system like this fucking the upper classes had to get really hard thinking about fucking like how they're uh, how they're gonna fuck with gays and that goes back to Thatcher who of course famously let like fucking over half the gay population die in the A's you know her and Reagan who could have clearly done something but they're just open homophobia just would not allow that and um yeah we're still living with the the consequences of that whenever um you hear about you know gay elders uh the only people that seem to have survived uh thatcher and reagan's grand purge are are gay conservatives i know that sounds like an oxymoron but they are very prominent gay conservatives out there uh peter teal uh is one of them um liam and i are probably going to uh do an episode about him at some point in the future because he's one of the sort of like, most bizarre figures to come out of american politics in the last few years uh, so you've got him uh milo uh Yiannopoulos, uh famously um another fucking like pederast turned trad calf and apparently he's hanging around with Kanye West now I don't know uh, what's going to come of that but uh, I'm sure it'll be fun I'm sure we'll have uh, some good memes and laughs out of it but um, yeah it's fucking it's uh, it's not really a, a good time to be you know gay I don't think it ever has been like if you listen to liberals now it's like according to them obama came in and waved a magic wand and everything was was fine for the gays after that but you know it's even though we have like quote-unquote equal rights and and equal marriage and all that bullshit life in general just it just seems like it's like it's always been pernicious but now it is just like you can't even walk into a fucking bar without getting gunned down by some annoying zoomer and it's just yes yeah, there's nothing you can really do about it apart from 
I guess, you know, learn how to fire a gun yourself because no one, like, no one's really going to come and save us. There's no, there's no hero on a fucking white horse. Uh, no politician anyway is going to come save us. Uh, and you keep hearing from, like, Democrats and libs fucking like, oh, if you ever get hate crimes, uh, don't do anything about it, don't fight back, just run to your nearest cop as if they are gonna fucking do anything about it. Like, in the uh, in this recent uh, shooting, the fucking uh, the little uh, rabid 16 year old uh, almost got beaten to death by a uh, um. Uh, by the uh, surviving patrons and the fucking police just burst in and basically saved him which kind of seems like yeah, you've got your priorities straight right there, you'll let fucking a bunch of queers die but heaven forbid some edgelord teenager fucking bites the bullet so uh, yeah, cops aren't going to save us, the fucking that set community isn't gonna save us like the fucking FBI had this fucking guy on a watch list for uh like a good few years now and it's just like like what the fuck are you doing there? Like this guy is blatantly up to something and you're just gonna sit there with your thumb up your ass just just waiting for like waiting <laughs> to see what he does next and you know, we've talked about this before of the domestic gradual stuff, but like it really does seem that like the FBI will just find random cycles, gin them up and let them loose in the fucking general population and then everyone has that surprise when uh when shit hits the fan. But uh yeah, it's uh it's not a good um uh, place to be in and um all I can really say is uh is you know learn how to defend yourself because fucking no one else is going to do it. So I'm going to hand you off to my uh my co host Liam who has his own takes on this and uh we'll see what his uh perspective is. Uh so long. Hello everyone, uh this is Liam, uh the second wingman of the the pod you're listening to and um i'm here on the back end of this episode to give my own thoughts on the situation on this horrible horrible tragedy that happened and um i hate to be honest i'm shocked it didn't happen sooner between the rhetoric that has popped up very rapidly and very intensely over the course of two years now and with this hard terrorist edging you see a lot of these guys do like tucker and shapiro and libs of tiktok um it, it it's prime for someone to act out and do something like this i've compared uh tucker carlson multiple times to uh rtlm the rwandan radio station that very famously helped uh, intensify the genocide in rwanda in 94, the way they would call uh, the Tutsis complete, you know, cockroaches and less than human. 
And it, to me, that's no different than what Tucker Carlson does on his own show. And, you know, some people think, no, no, it isn't. No, no, it really is. Because when you get on a national stage, he is the largest cable news show in, the, in America. And when you get on your national stage and you call people you disagree with for whatever reasons, because they have different political views than you or their sexuality is different, and you call them less than human, you call them pedophiles, you're playing with fire. And fire burns people. And we saw a really powerful example of that at this Club Q shooting. And it's the ultimate end goal of what these guys preach. And I've seen a lot of people compare what happened at Club Q to the Pulse shooting. And I don't think that, even though they're both horrible tragedies that took place at a at a gay club, the, the circumstances around them were very different between Pulse's, uh, the connection to Islamic terrorism and the shooter's own struggles with his sexual identity and um, growing up in a household where, with a very uh, anti-gay uh, regiment, uh, it, it leads to a more, it, it's a different set of circumstances than where we are now. And I think that this, this opens a door for, for people to continue this behavior and get even more extreme with it. Because we see time and time again with these acts of violence that in a lot of ways it gives other people permission to do the acts of violence that they've already wanted to do but never really had the, the guts or balls to do it. I mean, you, you see what happened after Columbine and how many school shooters were inspired by those guys or Elliot Rogers sort of creating a small group of incels that are willing to go kill women and it's... It makes me fearful that this is not even close to the end of it. And I hate to be very negative, but unfortunately, I think the only way something like this changes is if you have a horrible mass casualty incident that allows people to really put this all into perspective and realize how bad and fucked up this really is. Like, I think about um, the Oklahoma City bombing and how that set the white nationalist militia movement back decades because the the pressure that got on them after that was so intense that they had to go underground they had to hide for decades and only now have they really come back up and sort of been able to brush that legacy of that off it honestly seems like the only way actual change seems to happen is if enough bodies start piling up for people to take notice and you know i have hope about the future generation because they do seem a little more accepting than the generation that came before that grew up in a Reagan Thatcher society. But we do have people like Nick Fuentes who are 24 years old and run a neo-Nazi gang. So we'll have to see about that. I can't predict the future, but it is quite fun to watch these people who preach this, this rhetoric of, of, of hate and then having to immediately tap dance around when anyone in their group commits this horrible act of violence. Like, you know, we, we, we see, cause all these people are con men really at the end of the day, this is all about profit. They don't really want this. Look, Ben Shapiro does not want an ethnic Christian state because he's the first one on the fucking hit list if that happens. So it's all about living in that in between space where you can profit off the tension, but not actually start shooting and, you know, and these, these, I, 
I don't feel bad, but I almost kind of do for a lot of these foot soldiers on the these right wing fucking like Nazi foot soldiers who they have been fed a diet nonstop of, you know, you, you they're coming for your guns. Your children are not safe. And that leads to them realizing that there is no way to fight back other than violence and then watching them be called fake and gay by the very people who whipped them up into the frenzy that led them to that point is quite fascinating and i think a lot of these guys like particularly one of my favorite examples is the man who in charlottesville ran over those protesters got life in prison and was dumbfounded when no one came to his defense and now he's 26 years old and gonna die in prison because uh, Ben Shapiro told him that liberals are evil. It's honestly, it, it would be hilarious if it wasn't so tragic in a way. And you know what else is particularly wild to me is that, you know, you have all these guys talking about how evil gays are and transgender people are. They never bring up the Catholic Church, who are the deep state that the conservatives think liberals are between the centuries of sexual abuse, the cover-ups, the, the, the massacres, the whole the entirety of the crusades for God's sakes. I mean, you know, no one ever, ever brings those guys up, but I guess, but I guess when you share the exact same principles and really you just project the way that a lot of these people do, the Catholic church seems pretty cool. It's honestly a running theme if you're a, if you're a complete creep uh, that the church will accept you among anything. I mean, Matt Walsh, you know, notoriously wants to kidnap and, you know, rape 16-year-old girls. And Milo Yiannopoulos has a very similar fantasy. But if you just, you know, take six months off and then just rebrand yourself as a Christian, they seem to just accept you. Like, fucking... Uh, I mean, you know, and it's not a new thing. I mean, Jim Baker can go to prison for fraud and stealing money and still have a pretty lucrative lifestyle where he lives in a compound in the Ozarks selling food buckets. I guess what I'm trying to say is even though I don't have kids, if I did, I'd rather them hang out with a hundred drag queens than one Catholic priest. Just out of sheer statistic value, it's the safer option. But, you know, the big takeaway is uh, where do we go from here? And I don't know because, you know, we have there's a lot going on right now between, you know, Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump. Probably one of them is going to be the next president in two years. I don't think Joe Biden's going to be lasting as, a lot longer. And, you know, the, the slow rise of right wing lunacy in Britain and Canada um, we'll, we'll, we'll see where it goes, but there's really not much we can, I personally can sit down and definitely tell you all I can really sit down and say is hold each other tight and be willing to defend yourselves because this isn't going to stop and they have, they're willing to kill you and you know, if they're willing to kill you, you kind of have to be willing to fight back. I know that's not really a message a lot of people want to hear. There is this hope of, like, if we just hold hands and sing Kumbaya, you know, things will stop. I don't know, man. We could look back on uh, this whole incident 
six months from now and nothing major comes of it, but I think that history is such a fast-moving train that goes 100 miles an hour and never stops that you never know. You just never know. So uh, join us next time when we'll be talking about Eyes Wide Shut and uh, Stanley Kubrick possibly being murdered for uh, deep state sex orgy parties and exposing all that. that that's one of my favorite conspiracy theories that I firmly believe is true uh, and all I can say in the, the closing, closing arguments here is uh, just just be a decent person you know I mean if someone is you know if, if they want to love someone you don't love and if they want to be you know do something you don't want to do just fucking just accept it for God's sakes you know don't be an asshole that's really my motto of life. Just don't be an asshole. And if you can't if you can't go through life and not be an asshole, then I don't even know what to say to you. So good luck to everyone out there and stay safe.